Hi, this is Amy, and you're listening to Strictly Between Us, RadioTimes.com's Strictly Come Dancing podcast. Hello, and welcome to the final of Strictly Between Us, the Strictly Come Dancing podcast powered by RadioTimes.com. I'm Kimberly Bond, one of your hosts, and today I'm joined by Radio Times magazine's commissioning editor, Francis Taylor. How are you doing today, Francis? I'm very well, thank you. That's quite a mouthful, so well done. <laughs> As it's the final and it's the last time this year, or potentially ever, that we're doing this, I've brought wine, so if we become more slurred as the episode goes on, blame that, not us. <laughs> um, and it was the final, and it was, you know, Calvin won the crown. It's a surprising final. Some people didn't think he... I mean, he was the bookie's favourite. Some people thought it might be Emma because she'd yeah. never been in the bottom two. But no, Calvin took the crown with Otima Busse. Francis did the right person win. I think they did, yeah. actually, on the night. I have to say, I think he put in three really solid dances. And I, I genuinely... I did love Emma. I thought she had a fantastic Strictly journey. Da, mm. da, da. But I do think if she'd have won, it wouldn't have been the right decision. No. So I think that was right and then it did come down for me between Karim and Kelvin and I just thought you know Karim had been in the bottom two twice and because it was all down to the viewers I thought mm, not too likely he'll do it and mm. actually I was more excited by and impressed by Kelvin on the night so if we're going to just base it on the final yeah for me the right person won because that show dance Kelvin and OT show dance was amazing I mean it was basically like a best of like his yeah. best hits really and it was fantastic like that is going to be my hangover cure forever just watching <laughs> them do that was incredible it was and it was as you say complete best of and that's what I think the show dance should be really mm. showcasing everything that the celebrities learned over all these months and he achieved a 40 for it which again was very well deserved um and I do think that Karim, his show dance let him down a little bit just mm. because for me it was so similar to the couple's choice routine yeah, that they'd done that. a few weeks ago so so similar bare feet and everything and I think it was that week when he did uh, the couple's choice that he landed he landed in the bottom two yeah um so it was obvious that the viewers weren't really that warm to that sort of yeah. routine from him and then he chose to do it again in the final. You think, no, don't do something similar that you were then in the bottom two for. And yeah, Kelvin, also the song choice. I mean, shout. That, that's the yeah. thing as well. It comes down to a lot is the music as well as the routine. Mm. And such an uplifting, happy song, really punchy routine that was um, done massively well by OT. So yeah, I just think when it came down to the show dance, there wasn't any competition between the three of them. Like, Kelvin did just do the best show dance. I think as well, like, with Strictly, that we have had some controversial winners over the last few years, and yeah. we've had some controversial votes generally, <laughs> just with the last week or so. And, but it was so nice to actually see that people seem to get it right that it was Kelvin. Yeah. he just, he so deserved to win, because as we said last week, he hasn't had a traditional Strictly journey, but it was the fact that he wasn't even meant to be on the show and he completely smashed it like from week one when he wowed us since then he was always a favorite and it was so nice to actually see him be recognized because I was worried that even though she is brilliant and I do quite like Emma Barton I was scared that she would then like slightly beat him to the punch and I don't think it's not that she wouldn't have deserved to win it was just that she wouldn't have been the right winner for this series I don't think no I agree and actually if you look back throughout the whole series I've printed out all the scores like a bit of a nerd but if you look back at the whole series Emma, she never topped the leaderboard. Her scores weren't really that consistent or that great. And actually, you look at Kelvin and Karim, and pretty much like every week, it was kind of one of them at the top sort of thing, yeah. like swapping between them or joint top even for the last... Actually, in weeks nine and ten... 
they've both got exactly the same score and yeah. were at the top of the leaderboard. So I think, yeah, they were very, very evenly matched. And unfortunately, unlike a lot of other reality shows, Strictly never released the voting stats. Yeah. So, you know, it could be sort of like, you know, 32% Kelvin, 31% Karim or something. We'll mm. never know just how tight it was between them. Um, but I do think it was probably a two-horse race between them and yeah because Kelvin never got below 28 that was, was his lowest score and that was on week two after that it was like consistently 30s yeah you're right actually yeah which just shows like, yeah it's quite amazing and I suppose again if you're going to look back at that I mean Karim got kind of 26 one week got 29 in like week six so mm. I suppose it's funny isn't it because you kind of think who's the best dancer on Strictly this year you'd automatically say Karim you look yeah. at the scores and actually it does say Kelvin yeah I How think interesting. I think as well like he his choreography from OT was so good consistently every week it was the the couple I wanted to see every week was those two I was kind of less interested in all the others compared to those two so I'm over the moon that they won I think everyone who listens to this podcast will know that <laughs> um, but at the same time it, there was a little bit of kind of controversy in the final in the sense that no one got 120, which surprised mm. me because we usually see at least one couple get 40 for all three dances. And we didn't see that, not even from Karim. No. Even though he was the top scorer, he didn't get 120. And there's been one some... One point off. I know. point. <laughs> so savage. And I know there's been a lot of talk this year about the scoring. And Craig, even though he was more generous with his tens this time around, yeah. he still gave out a few nines. I think he gave out an eight. Emma got an eight for her show dance, yeah. which I think is particularly harsh when it comes to the final and I, I think you know that all the other three judges just gave tens yeah. for every single dance yeah. like all what was it one three nine dances mm. they just dished out tens fine and I think yeah I, again I'm a big Craig fan but I do think when it comes to the final because the judges scores don't actually contribute to who wins yeah just let go a little bit. Like, yeah. Don't worry too much. Get your nine and your ten out. I think giving an eight is just a little bit mean-spirited when it comes to the final because it's not going to change, you know, who's in the dance-off or who leaves yeah. this week. You know, I just think, yeah, just have a bit more fun with it maybe when it comes to the final. Particularly as I really enjoyed her show dance was just good. Like it was really like yeah. hollow, uh, holly, I can't even speak, Hollywood, Hollywood classic. <laughs> and it was nice to see that kind of style because I know we were talking, Karim was very much kind of a rehash in a way of his um, couple's choice yeah. and I know while Carver's was amazing it was very much we'd seen it before True. like elements yeah. of it so, and hers was something completely brand new and so glamorous and so kind of like nice to watch that I think an eight I'm with you it was so harsh yeah and I think it's that type of dance actually is a smart sort of routine to do uh, in the final because mm. a lot of sort of hardcore Strictly viewers that's the sort of yeah old school proper yeah. Fred and Ginger like Anton said um, style of dance that they would actually enjoy and vote for so if you're gonna I think if you have to be a bit smart when it comes to the final for again which I think Kelvin was with Onoti obviously picking the Samba because yeah. that's what everyone wanted to see again yeah. real crowd pleaser and maybe that's what won it for him at the end of the day yeah. but I do think yeah, sort of choosing that kind of routine for a show dance, especially when you're with Anton Dubeck, is no bad thing at all. And that's mm. why Karim maybe should have done something a bit more... F oh, it's weird, isn't it? Because he had a quick step and a jive, both really fun, uplifting dances. So I guess he had to do something a bit mm. more sort of slow and pared back for a yeah. show dance. But yeah, as you say, rehash or reimagining maybe. <laughs> We're going to be a bit kinder. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, of a routine that we kind of felt like we'd already seen before yeah. and not in a kind of Kelvin show dance way, which felt yeah. a bit exciting. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a shame because 
I wrote a piece about the five best bits from the Strictly final and someone commented on it and said, what about Karim? Because I didn't really mention him. But I just felt like, I've said this several times, like we've seen his kicks and flicks and tricks. Like I know he's amazing, but because when you've seen it now, you're like, okay, it didn't really yeah. bring anything new. Whilst Karim, while, while Karim is good, like Calvin was exciting. Like yeah. the fact that you could see, like the Samba, like you said, him doing that again, we all wanted to see it. His Rumba was one of my favourite dances of the year. Yeah. So like to see that again, even though that got a nine, from Craig and I was like for yeah sake. that's true that did deserve tens all yeah. round it was really good but I think what's also quite smart is picking something like the Samba where it was week one mm. because it's so long ago that a lot of people have kind of already forgotten about it a little bit I mean I haven't and but, I never will <laughs> but it's far enough away um that that you can kind of show in the when it comes to the final your progression yeah. so obviously week one he wasn't as good a dancer as he is now yeah but I felt Karim picking the jive obviously you know they scored a perfect 40 with it yeah. so they're gonna pick that but it was just a bit unfortunate that we only saw that a couple of weeks ago and also or, you a week ago you couldn't improve on it because he already got the 40 for it exactly so like you knew it was going to be good because we'd seen it before so like you said you couldn't mirror it or compare it to before no. if you'd done a dance from like week two or his um dance from film week yeah that would have been better i think i think it was it was literally the week before wasn't yeah. it yeah or two no was like, it two weeks like before? the week before last i think I can't remember it was very very recent anyway too recent i think so yeah what were your best bits of the final because we've talked about the show dances yeah was there any other moments that you thought god i love this <laughs> uh, the bit i do look forward to every single year is when they get all the um class of 2019 i back love that to do that i mean that is kind of what i watched the final for which yeah. is a bit sad but i absolutely love it i thought it was a bit of a shame unless i just couldn't see them um that the three finalists weren't actually in that routine i don't think they were i, I, I thought they, they could were. have incorporated yeah. them because at the end they hold up this big sign class of 2019 yeah apart from the three people that actually have done the best but don't worry um but it was just it's so funny seeing people like james cracknell and anna oh Rice come back and james flipping his pancakes and then just kind of standing there while luba sort of walked around him it's just <laughs> it yeah i love that the, the way they choreograph that as well i always think is so clever because yeah. again it's a bit of a best of it's all everybody's memorable routines yeah. and it's uh yeah it's a, a bit of the final that i always enjoy the most definitely. i mean it was brilliant to see michelle back voguing and see yes. Catherine and johannes back together i love their little sassy little interlude yeah. in the middle it was brilliant I liked, I was, I'm the same with you, like, I think it was a shame that they weren't, the finalists weren't in it, because I know at the beginning there were, there was like the pro routine and they were yeah. in the middle, they were standing like in those boxes that they have from Naked Attraction, it reminded me a bit That's of that, it, yeah. <laughs> and then, which is a shame because they weren't really dancing, it wasn't like, kind it was of like, happening a, around them, wasn't it? it, it yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a big reunion, it was just kind of like, they had their bit and they've danced and now this is the class of 2019, yeah. but without, like you said, the the best three which is a shame it has been a good series it's, we've seen some good dances we've seen some good pairings so yeah, yeah. it has been good and the, the ratings for the final as well were yeah. fantastic um and i think already oh, it's bad isn't it it comes to monday morning and you think oh better start thinking about strictly 2020 now. yeah i know <laughs> i was already thinking about oh august we'll be doing the launch show again which is terrible because that means strictly is never out of your life but no. um it will come around soon enough yeah, I mean, I was planning a piece this morning. It was just like, who will be starring in Strictly 2020? And I was like, what am I thinking? <laughs> it's been literally a day. But no, it's something that we get so excited about so early on anyway. It's it's worth thinking about. Exactly. Who would you want to see in Strictly 2020? It's really hard because there's so many 
people who have openly said, I really want to do Strictly, where do I sign? And they're mm. actually incredible people that you would love to see on the show. Yeah. So like Hugh Edwards, for example, yeah. really would love to see him do it. Um, Alan Carr as well, he said he's really up for it. And I, again, he'd be fantastic. Mm. Um, Chris Evans as well, he was meant to be doing it this yeah. year. Where was I remember, he? I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember that. There was a big flurry about that. So I just, I really hope, you know... I don't know. I don't know where it's falling down in, along the way, or if they're just saying it and then they go for a meeting with the producers yeah. and they sit down and go, "Sorry, I just was saying that for publicity." Or yeah. <laughs> I don't actually want to do the show. Um, but I, I really want. You know, I do love seeing people like Emma Barton, Karim, Kelvin, who I wasn't really that familiar with how many yeah. weeks ago, and now you know you're a big fan of theirs and whatever else. But I think you do want a few really big, exciting names, and I yeah. just think and I think I said this right at the start, It that has just lacked for me this year. And so when it comes to next series, just a couple of people that mm. you really get excited about yeah. the fact they're doing the show and massive household names as well. That's what I want. When I spoke to Tess Daly and Claudia Winkleman at the NTAs, like right at the beginning of the year, they said their ideal guest would be Michael Caine. <laughs> and that would be so brilliant. I mean, that's aiming so a bit sc- high. Yeah, so brilliant, <laughs> but so kind of terrifying, really, to see him try and run, but I don't know how I would feel about it. The thing is, they always, whenever you'd say to any of the judges or the presenters, oh, who do you want? They always name these massive Hollywood people, yeah. and you think... Yeah, but you've got Karim off of CBBC. I I don't know if Michael Caine is quite the level we're at yet. But yeah, I just I do find it just strange when when quite high profile people, you know, at least in this country, say they want to do it. Yeah. And then it never materialises. We need to put put some money where the mouths are. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they have had not big, big like Hollywood names before, but they've had quite notable people like Ed Balls did it. Well, yeah, but they've had like, this is the thing, you look down through the years and I mean, that was one year and I don't think I'm wrong in saying this. I think Jason Donovan and Lulu might have done it in the same series and you think, oh my God, like that is incredible. And I just, I don't know why. I mean, it's the biggest show on TV, does wonders for careers and it's, you know, a really amazing programme. And yet, you know, it doesn't seem like it's able to still attract those huge names. Someone like Caitlyn Jenner, I know we said this before, but someone like Caitlyn Jenner that the jungle are able to secure. Yeah. Why can't they get her for something like Strictly? I think the thing is with Strictly is it's a commitment. Like, it's not like the jungle where it's three weeks and you're done. This is like from August to December, if you're lucky, constantly. So I feel like to get a huge, huge name, they have to be free for that amount of time and willing to potentially humiliate themselves on TV. And also the BBC probably haven't got £500,000 rumoured to put up for someone like that. But still, I just think it needs a couple, couple more showy names for 2020. Mm. Just a couple. What made me sort of smile and then kind of cringe was uh, Jamie Lang uh, commented on oh, Calvin Swin. He was just like, yeah. thank God for my leg, eh? And it was just <laughs> like, oh. do you think it'd be good to see him back next year? It would. And again, it would be a bit like Kelvin this year. It would make him the ultimate underdog yeah. to be like, I'm back. I'm actually going to give it a go this year. Yeah. Um, and actually having him partnered with OT would be great yeah, as well exactly. because that's what obviously was meant to happen. I think there'd have been a fantastic partnership. And I was really excited about them this year. That's yeah. the other thing. I was really disappointed when he had to pull out. Um, but again, it's just... Strictly don't really have a history of doing that. And they no. don't, you know, even the pro dancers, sometimes that if they've left, mm. they'll say, oh, I'd quite like to go back one day. Well, I don't think that's ever happened. So no. it, it's a bit weird, Strictly. It's almost like you, you get the chance and then that's it. But then saying that, if they're a bit tight for people next year, <laughs> I'm James sure Jamie will be up for it. <laughs> but and I really would love to see him do it. So yeah, he's hoping. Because at the very, very start, that I think we ended up having to cut because then Jamie 
inched his leg. We were saying we thought Jamie and Ot would win, yeah, because they'd be such a good combo. Like he's quite charming. She's so loved by everyone that they would get to the final. I don't know if then they would partner those two together again. As she's just one. That's true. It does go the, that way on Strictly, isn't it? Where you, you get a good, let's say a good one and then a bit of a duff one next year. Yeah. AKA Kevin Clifton having Stacey Dooley followed by Annika Rice. Yeah. I won't say which is the good and which is the duff one there, but I think it's pretty obvious. But they, they seem to kind of do that every year. So yeah. I think the fact that Oti's had someone so amazing this year and has won, she'll probably get someone possibly not as good next year I'd imagine if she's back that's the other thing we don't yeah. we don't know who's going to come back out of the pro dancers and her mm. career is obviously taking off in a massive way and she's yeah. a judge on the greatest dancer she won that as well and yeah, yeah. she won that as well she has uh, yeah she's got form now <laughs> winning um so I again I'd love to see her back um but she's it's funny isn't it where sometimes the professionals get a, almost a bit too big for Strictly they yeah. become too famous to just be sort of a professional on Strictly yeah I mean if if Oti was to leave, I wouldn't want her to go down the James Jordan route of dancing on ice or anything like that because I feel like that would be such a waste. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't see her doing that at all. I mean, she's really great on The Greatest Dancer as well as a yeah. judge. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know what she could go and do. But um, I'm just sort of just writing her out Strictly now. <laughs> Oti, you're done with Strictly. What are you going to do next? Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm always excited to see which professionals are confirmed for the next series yeah. as well. Who's coming and going? And like you say, Anton potentially rumoured to be going yes maybe it was in the daily star i saw this morning that anton is rumoured to be considering leaving <laughs> he's um, thinking about thinking about thinking yeah. about maybe leaving yeah i mean this is a source that if, if i'm honest i haven't chased up with strictly to ask for a comment but apparently he's considering it because he's now got to the final and he's had a good run and now he's kind of thinking this might be my time I know we discussed this a little bit last week, but I just don't know whether I'm ready to see Anton go. I'm sorry, I'm going <laughs> to say it. Because I feel like he he had a really good year. He got 10s. Yeah. the final. He was with someone who was quite nice. They obviously got on really well. I just don't know whether... It's really now his time to leave. I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I wonder if they were sort of softening the blow by giving him someone so good this year. Because we were yeah. all surprised. We all thought he was going to have Annika. Yeah. We all thought yeah. it. And even he was really surprised. And he quipped at the time saying, um, I'm amazed I've got a partner who's got all her own teeth. <laughs> so even he was shocked. Um, and I just think maybe, maybe by going, oh, Anton, you know, you've had a fantastic year yeah. now. <laughs> Is it time to... I don't know. I, I do know what you mean. I would also be sad to see him go because he is an original yeah. professional. And I felt a bit like that when Brendan left because it's yeah. a bit like, oh, the history the of the era and of an era. And who's going to get the slightly more mature, slightly duffer <laughs> celebrities in future? Not sure. Um, but I, I also think, you know, not to be rude, but he is over 50. Yeah. There we say it. Yeah. And a, most of these professionals are at least 20 years younger and I just I just worry that whoever he's with you know if they're trying to do Charleston's and yeah. you know these really energetic high pressured powered routines I just think if you're the celebrity it it sort of I don't know it's really it sounds really rude saying this but you know you know probably what I'm trying to say is yeah. that you, you don't want to be hindered by someone who's not as able to keep yeah. up and do all of that kind of stuff and I just think it, it it's a sport and at yeah. the end of the day like Sports people do have a kind of limited yeah. run. If that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make any sense? At I know all? what you mean. Like, <laughs> when, I mean, there's some sports people who are like 35 and retire. Mm. So I think it's amazing that Anton's kept going, and <laughs> not that he's like 
some kind of Zimmer frame. He's <laughs> really biting out the door. <laughs> I mean, he is. He, it's amazing he can even stand up anymore. It's just incredible. <laughs> Do a hip at his age. No, but it's the fact that you know he's he is like in his fifties, as you said. He's still going. He's still so beloved. I think. I wouldn't want him to leave strictly entirely because I know no, no I wouldn't. Actually. He's not like one of those people where he would um he, he wouldn't do a James Jordan I don't think, but he does have other kind of things got like going on. He's got two kids, maybe three kids. Yeah. He's got um his books he writes or at least he wrote one book. He's well that's the thing. He is someone who is a huge again star in his yeah. own right completely away from the show and he's like presented tv programs yeah. himself and all that kind of stuff. And I agree like if he if he couldn't be a professional dancer anymore I wouldn't want him to leave the show entirely. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've always read these stories when a judge has left. The thinking about Anton. Going, going, yeah, I'm um, and I actually think, you know, again, not to be retiring any of the current judges, but he would be a great judge. He would be really good on the panel and yeah. be really great in that role. But I, unless the BBC are willing him to, willing to give him that job, yeah. and unless they're either going to create a fifth chair yeah. or someone doesn't want to come back, that's just not gonna happen that's the thing i i like our judging panel as it is i don't want to sacrifice someone for the cause for anton still on the show if that no. makes sense and i don't know if a fifth <laughs> i don't chair, think we have that power no either. we don't <laughs> but i don't think if, i don't know if a fifth chair would work because it's a bit x-factor to be like and here's the new judge we've yeah. got four judges and it'd be like oh god no because i don't want that to become strictly no so no. but I'd, it would be really sad to lose him at all like yeah. at all really um but it's you do just think there will and again it's not it's not a rude thing to say but there will come a point strictly has been on for 15 years now it could yeah. well be on for 15 more years it's like is he going to still be professional when he's 60 65 yeah. there, we, there will come a point as much as some of us might not want to admit it there will come a point where anton won't be a professional on strictly anymore yeah. but just how that comes about and when he wants to leave and what he does after that who knows but as you say it would be a real shame for him to just not be on the show at all anymore i mean on that like some of the professionals are so young like i was looking up graziano for reasons and i saw he was 25 and i, I felt myself become a wizened old crone at that <laughs> news because i was just like how is he 25 like, something even worse than that i mean i think i can't remember how old aj was when he started yeah. but i want to say like 20 I know, maybe he's very baby face as well yeah and it, that that's kind of what i'm trying to say is that if you're partnered with someone like aj who's early 20s, mm. really, really high energy, da, da, da. He's just going to be able to perform those routines just yeah. better because of age. We're all human, you know. Yeah. It's, it, that's how it goes. So, yeah, I feel, I've really gone in front on now. I feel a little bit bad. But. I mean, he is the king <laughs> of ballroom. We're just ballroom. talking facts. We're just talking that's, facts. That's, that's the, the thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, he's amazing at the ballroom. It's just that Strictly's not all about the ballroom. No. And actually, again, doing a show dance. I mean, you wouldn't have been able to do... Something like I can't imagine him doing like a Karim style show dance. Absolutely not. No. So that's that's when you start to think like you don't want to be, you can't have a professional who's kind of limited. Yeah. What they do and don't do, you've kind of yeah. got to be an all rounder, being able to do every single genre. Yeah, it's just it would be a shame, but at the same time, everyone's time comes at some point. <laughs> it was a shame when we lost Pasha. I think like yeah. I was sad when I heard he was stepping down because I wasn't really, even that old. No, I really <laughs> liked him, but. That you do need that kind of thing to keep strictly fresh. I yeah. know we don't want it, like we said, like the X Factor extent, where it's just like every year is a brand new twist, and we're like, no. Yeah. But at the same time, it can't be stagnant. No. So, but even Pasha, I think he was oh, it was the top of my head. I might be completely wrong, but I think he was maybe like thirty nine when he left the show. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, that's about the right age. Yeah. Like you know, he's kind of a bit past his prime now at thirty nine. And I'm thinking, Anton's over fifty. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> to drop the age thing. I'm being very ageist, but anyway. <laughs> With Strictly this year, 
There were, it did have like some real star power in terms of its guests. So for its final, it had Taylor Swift, which I was so taken aback by when I got that press release. Same, yeah. Because she is a huge star. She's now headlining Glastonbury. And it was such a kind of one-up on the X Factor. You got Dalton Harris for their final. <laughs> oh, which... God. I, I sat through the entire live final of X Factor. Yeah, so did band. I. Yeah. And I was oh, like, what am I doing this? I think we're the two people in the country who did. Yeah. I mean, the, the ratings were dire. Yeah. Like, absolutely so dire. Bad. I could go on an hour-long rant about X Factor, the band, but I won't. But that's the thing. Taylor Swift, that's the calibre that X Factor used to get. Yeah. Your Beyonce's Paul McCartney, I think, yeah. turned up on X Factor once. Elton John. Um and it just shows how Strictly has the power yeah. so much now um, to, to even the fact that Taylor Swift wasn't even the centre of attention no, she during wasn't. her own performance. I she know. was somewhere in the background yeah. on the piano. You couldn't really see her for most of it. And um, again, she I don't know how her face is with Strictly, but she might be thinking, why are, the, why are these people getting applauded? Yeah. All these dancers getting clapped and I'm not. Um, but yes, it was a really great, again, really great performance with great mm. professional um, dancers as well. Mm. But it was it was just quite funny having, as you say, one of the biggest names in the planet yeah. at Elstree. And not really being the focus. I mean, I think, like you said, this kind of shows Strictly's pulling power at the minute. It can get huge stars as guest stars. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm doubtful we're going to see Taylor Swift kind of pirouetting on Strictly as a guest on like as a celebrity. Well, if Michael Caine does. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Taylor Swift will too. But it's it is impressive. And for the Christmas special, which is coming up on Christmas Day, obviously they're heavily in pain, which is another huge, you know, One Direction huge, yeah. huge, huge star. I mean, to be fair, a One Direction star on strictly as a guest or as a celebrity would be amazing <laughs> oh it would yeah i mean i, w- I wouldn't rule out like niall doing it exactly i think he's just he's just released a song yeah. i think maybe <laughs> oh the kids has released a song he's released a song a tune possibly available on cd um but yeah i, I definitely think I, I remember when they went on their hiatus one direction i was like it will be five years and one of them will do strictly why i'm a celebrity yeah. and we're not quite there yet but i'm sure it won't be long before yeah. one of them is on reality telly i mean it would be great to see zane a different side to zane yeah he's interesting i feel like his music his when he first went solo it was great and now i think it's kind of like petered out a bit so i think we will eventually see the one direction as i think on strictly i mean they're they're performing now but give it a few years. i think the strictly producers need to employ you as the uh, <laughs> casting director and yeah <laughs> just be chasing Alan. michael kane like, <laughs> would you much. be interested <laughs> But with Strictly Christmas, it's it's not the final helping we have of Strictly, the Strictly fun. We do have Strictly Christmas, which is a nice kind of change to the seriousness of the competition yeah. sometimes. It's very, very frivolous. What do you make of the stars who are coming back? I think, again, mixed bag and... <laughs> oh dear, I'm being too honest now. But I remember when I read the lineup to start with, when that email came through mm. of the six celebrities doing it, I went, oh, and... Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> right. I think mainly that was by the time I got to Richard Arnold, I thought, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I, know that, I, I know, again, you need like a comedy figure yeah. um, to come back and he is obviously that. I forgot um, he'd done it. Well, I exactly. genuinely forgotten about it and then I was like, oh yeah, 2000. Most people, most people did. I've forgotten who, uh, this is really bad timing so I've forgotten who it was but someone said they were being, ch- like one of the former Strictly stars said they were being chased to do the Christmas special and they didn't do it and I thought, yeah, that, that's probably why they then got Richard Arnold because you 
didn't do it. But anyway, um, it'd be quite exciting to see Mark Wright back. Yeah. I think he yeah. was like fantastic and obviously did the show quite a long time ago. Debbie McGee as well was incredible. Mm. Interesting that she's now dancing with Kevin Clifton as yeah, well. So I, I think thought that. That'll be a great combo. Mm. And Chizzy, like she is kind of Strictly's number one fan. And I think that the fact that she's having another go at it, yeah. because obviously she didn't go very far, if far at all, last time. Um, although I'm thinking she's with Graziano, who yeah. is one of the tallest men ever. She's not that tall. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to look interesting. Um, but obviously the, the two couples that are really, really interesting, Gemma Atkinson with Gorka Marquez and mm. Joe Sugg with Diane Buswell, for yeah. obvious reasons. Two real-life couples. Two real-life couples. Which is nice. It is nice to kind of, I mean, we will talk about the Shruti curse, but it's nice to see them come back as yeah. a couple and dance. I mean, I know that Gemma and Gorka were never coupled Which together. Which is so, I, I still cannot get my head around that. Because yeah. I always think, oh, Strictly Curse, I understand, because you're both just the two of you, yeah. like, grinding up against each other for four months. Of course it's going to happen. And I'm like, hold on, how did Gemma and Gorka even have enough conversations to <laughs> I, 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 end like, up going just, out? Because I remember it was rumoured for months and months, and she I was remember, just yeah. like, no, 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 not at all. And then suddenly, when the show had finished, she was just like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, but, I mean, do that. She said that like they would see each other at the gym, which is quite like nice to think about. Just quite catching each other's eyes at the gym. <laughs> it's a story we can all relate to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then eventually, even though there was all these rumors, it eventually blossomed, which yeah. is you know quite n- nice, even if a bit embarrassing. If everyone thinks you're going out and you're actually not, but then you kind of tempt fate a little bit. Um, and they have a baby now. Yeah, which, which is, is amazing. So no, I think it, I think that's really sweet, and to have to actually. I sort of almost have the, the balls, really, for Strictly to put the hands up and go, yep, do you know what? This does happen. And yeah. sod it. We're just going to put them all together. We're we'll, put embrace Gorka, it. we'll put Joe back with Diane. Yeah, let's just sort of admit this happens. Um, I think it's... And obviously will make people tune in as well yeah. because you kind of want to see the chemistry between them. The thing is, with what I saw, is she's just like a fraction taller than him, which makes me think it might be quite difficult to dance. A bit like Kevin and Annika, obviously, mm. without the sexual tension. Like, they're... <laughs> that height difference, I don't know if that might hinder them a little bit. Maybe, although I was thinking the fact that obviously they live together and Joe and Diane live together, that's that's a lot of rehearsal time, yeah. more so than any of the others. So if either of them don't win, I, I don't know what their excuse is, really. Joe and Diane are an interesting one for the Christmas special because they're dancing, they're obviously they were together last year and then they got together at the end of the show. They're dancing street commercial, which I think is really mm. interesting for the Christmas special because it's not, from my knowledge, I don't think we've done a couple's choice in the Christmas show? I don't think we have because Couples Choice has only been around for a couple of years anyway and they tend to go quite traditional for the Christmas show. Um, So yeah, that is an interesting choice but I remember them both saying that actually, again, they could have done something slow and romantic and whatever but actually... That is their personalities. They are just really fun, mm. quite cheeky, and doing something really uplifting for Christmas is kind of what they wanted to do. So, yeah, it's no no like massive surprise that it's a really jaunty one. But yeah. you're right; it's um, it seems a bit different and a bit interesting to have a non traditional genre in yeah. the Christmas special. And touching upon Chizzy, she was the first out in 2017, and she's a strictly super fan. It was a bit of a shame to see her go so early. She was with Pasha, I think. Yes, I and, think she was, yeah. And now she is with Graziano, and I feel like she wouldn't have ever been that bad if she'd had given the, yeah. the time to grow. I think, what again, what I always love is, a bit like Emma Barton, actually, is seeing people do Strictly who love Strictly mm. sometimes people go oh, I've never watched the show don't really know what I'm doing like, why are you doing it then? what are you doing um but yeah I think like that's that's why it's so sweet that she's coming back because obviously being a huge fan of the show loving it so much 
getting the chance to be on it and then going week one, you know, week two, and they actually eliminate somebody. Yeah. It must just be absolutely gutting. Yeah. And so to have an excuse to come back is really sweet. And yeah, I think um, you're right. She was, she was kind of gone before I think we saw what she could really do. Yeah. And I think you're right. She could have been really good and she didn't ever get that chance. So it'll be interesting to see again with a different partner yeah someone so tall uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do together i guess it'll probably be quite a fun routine as well i think with this i mean i went to the round table interviews and i cannot disclose what they said because it's under embargo but <laughs> she seemed over the moon to be back oh, like she was so happy to be back that's really sweet to be like with graziano the two of them have such chemistry like they really get along and they really have a laugh together which i feel like not disrespecting Pasha, but she may not necessarily, at least we didn't see, but yeah. may not necessarily had that with Pasha. So it's nice to see her with someone that she generally has clicked with, I yeah. think, which is good. Oh, definitely. And uh, I'll just run down who everyone else is with as well. So we've got Richard Arnold is with Luba, yeah. who had James this year. And Mark Wright is with Jeanette. I can't remember, did he have Jeanette? He didn't have Jeanette no, first he time, had did he? Karen. Karen, yeah. that's it, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Debbie with Kevin Clifton, who we kind of touched upon already. So I, it's always weird how they decide which um, pros are going to do See, the I, Christmas special. I always think it's the pros that are booted out fairly early. Well, I thought that. And I, I guess it is because yeah. obviously Luba was out really early, as was Kevin mm. with Annika. Um, but I, I feel like Johannes has had such an amazing year. Mm. And I thought that it would... I don't know. I just, I just got an inkling. Like, oh, I bet he's going to be in the Christmas yeah. special because again, he went quite early, yeah. and we haven't seen much of him. Um, and I was just a bit disappointed that he's not doing the Christmas special. I mean, I love Johannes, and I think it's a shame he's not doing it. But I feel like he's beyond that now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, he's, everyone. He's better than that now. <laughs> but I kind of, I want him. Like, so we would love to. I think everyone would love to see Johannes back in the main show. Oh, definitely. Every time he's on screen on Twitter, he trended. Everyone loves him. He's yeah. so brilliant. So funny. So sassy. His routines were fantastic. He, yeah. And he just really quickly became in a couple of weeks. Mm. And it wasn't much to do with Catherine. No disrespect to her. But yeah. just when he was dancing with her, all I was ever looking at was him. Mm. And I just, he really quickly became my favourite male pro. Yeah. And I just thought he was one of the just, yeah, best choreographers. Yeah. And really charismatic. And yeah, just really loved him. And I think it was the fact he'd been on the subs bench for a while. Yeah. We'd never seen his personality, really, or knew no. what he was like. Mm. And it's just, he's been a bit of a whirlwind this year and he's taken Strictly by storm. So hopefully he'll have someone even better next year, get yeah. even further, and I think he really would deserve it. Who or what would you like to see from Strictly next year? Because we've touched upon wanting Johanna's back. Yeah. What else <laughs> would you kind of want from All the of show? the Johannes. <laughs> and not much Anton. Um, <laughs> no Anton. <laughs> I said, I said not much. Not, no, no. <laughs> Anton on the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go, yeah, Anton, but maybe 2021 will we'll get you back. Um, it's hard, isn't it? I just think some some bigger names mm. would be good. The same judging panel. Yeah. I hope they all come back. I mean, Motsi has been such a gem. She's been brilliant. And I'd be really sad if she was like a one-series wonder. I hope, yeah. I hope she comes back. And I hope they all do, actually. Um, what else? Just... I don't. It sounds really boring if I say more of the same, but kind of just more of the same mm. because I think it's it's rare really with a show, especially a, a sort of reality show where you tune in, you know exactly what's happening every week, and yeah. it sounds really like lame and boring. But the fact that you know week three is movies week, yeah, and week whatever is eleven is musicals week. I, it's quite nice to have that consistency, yeah. And actually, that's what I think is key to Strictly success and why it's been on the top of its game for so long because it's it's not changed very much. So. No. Actually, I just think 
more the same, slightly better celebrities that we've heard of a bit more. Um, and a bit more kind of, a little bit more, I don't want to say controversy. I know you're saying there's been like some controversies this year, but yeah. I, I really miss the live stuff that would throw everything off a bit, like Brendan answering back yeah. to the judges. That kind of, that, that on-air fisticuffs, I kind of miss the unpredictability of yeah. having a few live wires amongst the pros who will, because it's all very, very smiley on Strictly, and they're yeah. all very like, thank you so much, and this is so great. And you think, actually, behind the scenes, I'm sure it's not like that. I'm sure yeah. that it's a little bit more ruthless and a bit more sort of, yeah, backstabby. And mm. I just think it's quite, it's not all the time, but just to have a couple of pros or even celebs who aren't afraid to stand up yeah. to the judges or answer back or have, you know, forthright opinions, I think actually gives it a bit of a bit of spunk, for want of a better word, <laughs> and a bit of spark. And I just want to see a little bit more of that. Because I always used to kind of love it when that would happen. Maybe yeah. that's just me. No, I'm with you. No, because I, I used to love it when like there was a little bit of kind of like angst between Brendan and then like Craig would just be like, well, darling, you've done this. And then Brendan would be like, you're wrong. And it'd just be like, I quite enjoyed that because yeah. that was a bit, like you said, it is very smiley. And I thought Michelle Visage would have brought that. But when yeah. we, you spoke to her, like throughout the competition, she was just like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to yeah. listen, which is fair enough. They're all quite keen to kind of just stay in their lane and yeah. be like, oh, this is all fine. And the judges are just, just saying what they think is best. Oh, come on. Like, yeah. Tell them they're wrong and get angry. Go off, rehearsed a week for this. And you give me yeah. a four. You know, I quite like a little bit, a of, bit that. of honesty. You a know? bit of honesty, yeah. yeah. And I remember speaking to Mike Bushell when he'd been in the dance off, you know, umpteen times. And I said something like, oh, you know, you must want to avoid the dance off this week. And all he would say was, no, I love the dance off because it just gets me a chance to do <laughs> oh, my dance. On. <laughs> gives me the chance to do my dance all over again. And what a privilege that is. And I think, oh, no one actually wants to yeah. be in the dance off. And I think it's just, we've got this thing now on Strictly where everyone is so keen to sort of smile. Toe the party line. Toe the, yeah. toe the line, exactly. And I just, I want a little bit more, I'll say it again, spunk. I want a bit more spunk next <laughs> year, please. And that's nothing to do with the Strictly curse. <laughs> oh dear, where's this gone? <laughs> no, but I, I'm so with you. I just think that we do need a little bit more. I mean, like you said, it's good that it was consistent. We've got the same kind of, we know what to expect from Strictly, but it is nice every now and then just to have a little bit of kind of passion or like anger as yeah. opposed to that's why probably like we both kind of feel the same about Craig because he is quite an honest judge yeah without him it would just it would be a bit more smiley fest exactly yeah. yeah yeah he is honest if nothing else so it'd be good to see that I kind of I agree with you with like bigger names but I do also think that they should they shouldn't be afraid to cast controversial names in the sense that like they should have a James Jordan back <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know like because we were saying this at the beginning of the series like Love Islanders are huge now and you can't mm. ignore them like they're everywhere if you look at the sun every other like news story will feature someone who's been on Love Island at some point or Caroline yeah. Flack herself so I feel like they would be good names I mean like you said we like Caroline Flack has been on it um that was before Love Island but anyway Mark Wright is a reality star yeah. um Jamie Lang's reality star, he's like an upper crust reality star, but yeah. reality star all the same. So I feel like there's always talk that, you know, strictly banned reality stars from taking part. I don't understand why. No. I mean, it doesn't have to be like X on the Peach reality stars, no. but it could, you know, with, like we said before, Dr. Alex, I think would be a good shout. Yeah. Maura, I mean, she's doing Dancing Nice, but like, you know, someone who's outspoken and quite well liked. Um, Yoande's doing um, Dancing with the Stars. She is, yeah. It's so, in Ireland, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if they don't kind of keep up, like they've got YouTubers. Yeah. If they don't keep up with like what's going on currently, they're going to quickly fall behind. Yeah. So I think a, a 
good mix of celebrities, like big names, like bigger names, and then a few like recognisable ones, even if we hate to recognise them. I know, yeah, no, I do know exactly what you mean. And I think, again, on the lines of Love Island, it would be quite fun to have Curtis be a professional. (laughs) So I have have (laughs) thoughts about that. I don't know, I feel like... AJ is enough for me. <laughs> That's <laughs> enough Pritchard. We only need one. I was meant to go to pantomime with um, Curtis this weekend, and I was just what, like, just the two of you on a date? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he's he's um, performing <laughs> in High Wycombe, where my um, boyfriend used to live, and I got like press tickets, and I was like, to my boyfriend, should we go? And then I was just like, no, <laughs> it's the Strictly Final. It's the X Factor Final. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> So we ended up not going, sorry. I just think it's... <laughs> he probably thinks you stood him up um, I just think it's it's quite fun when you have, again, like married couples, real-life couples yeah. in the ranks of the pros. Yeah. Um, and to have sort of like real-life siblings like Karen... Um, not Karen. Kevin Clifton and Joanne Clifton, yeah. obviously were siblings who used to be professionals. And I think that always brings quite a fun dynamic in a weird way. And again... Maybe he's he's on the greatest dancer now as well. Yeah. So he's probably a bit too big for it. But um yeah, it would just been quite quite fun, I think. I do like that rivalry, like when we had with um Neil and Katya when they were together, mm. they they kind of had a joking rivalry. And then this time they probably had another rivalry. They probably had quite a real rivalry. It would be nice to have more of that kind of like friendly rivalry. Because like with the Strictly Final press day I went to last week, they were like, oh, I'm happy if they all win. Like, exactly. I, I don't mind. It's just like, This no. is what I'm talking about. James Jordan, Brendan Cole. Bring them back. We don't yeah. want any of this. <laughs> Bring back angry men and talking <laughs> to the judges. Uh, so that's all we've got time for this year. A big thank you to Emma, Francis and Eleanor for joining me on here. Thanks to the press team at Should We Come Dancing. And a big thank you to anyone who enjoyed listening to me just basically wittering on every week. See you again next year and keep dancing. Keep dancing.